I'm Dr. Heather Moore, owner of Total Performance Physical Therapy. Uh, if you're out there, if you're watching, uh, please like, comment, share this. Uh, we are doing this one because the last time we did this, we did the top three things you should never do when your shoulder hurts, and we got a lot of positive feedback, but this is um, the most common thing with uh, a lot of people is back. So we got a lot of requests, emails to do the top three things you should never do when your back hurts. So before I start on this, I want to just kind of give you my soapbox. And if I could instill one thing into everybody, it would be the fact that the pain that you have, the pain that gets people to come in here, the pain that takes you out of activities starts out as nothing at all. It starts out as a pain you brush off. Chronic back pain does not come from a car accident. Everybody thinks that when they hear somebody in chronic pain or back pain who's getting injections, who's going through surgery, that they've been in some massive accident. Yes, those people tend to sometimes go into that type of uh, cycle. Most people who have chronic pain, who are getting the injections, who are getting the medications, who can't go a day without pills, who have to go to surgery, most people who are affected and that affects started with pain that was just my back got stiff. I was sitting at work and I would stand up and I'd have to stand up because my back was stiff. If you have to stand up because your back's stiff, that's not a, I'm getting old. That's not a, something you can blame on arthritis or something that, you know, you can brush off because your dad had back pain. That is an indicator that there's something going wrong. Yes, you can still function. Yes, you can do everything that you normally have done, but it's not going to stay that way. It will snowball. And it may take a year, it may take multiple years, it may take days, it may take weeks. But here's the kicker. That pain that you feel when you're stiff, which would take me like two seconds to knock out and a couple visits in here and some stretches and I'll show you how to get it out, is pain that becomes pain that affects discs, pain that requires surgery. So if you're sitting there tonight and you've gotten up today because you have a stiff back or you had to adjust in the car when you were driving home from work or driving home from vacation and you had pain, it is you are on the road to back pain, chronic back pain. And whether that means it's going to be just stay in your back and affect the muscles, whether it's going to affect joints, whether it's going to affect nerve, the possibilities are endless when you have that low-grade back pain. So there's my soapbox. I've said it a million times, but there it is again. If you have any sort of stiffness, I don't care what you want to classify it as, pain, stiffness, soreness, whatever, it is a precursor. It is warning you. It is telling you there's a problem. Deal with it. If you don't, you're going to face a lot of expense down the line and you won't be able to go back to things you love. All right. So let's go over the top three things you should never do when your back hurts. So the biggest one is do not lie on the couch. Do not lay down. The number one history that I take when I walk in the room and I start every conversation the same way, tell me what's going on. Well, 
I started to get these spasms in my back. One day I would be brushing my teeth, bending over the sink, and I'd go into spasm and I'd lock up and I'd have to stay there. And I had to stay there for 15 minutes, a half hour, whatever, until it wasn't spasming anymore. Or I went down to pick up my kid or pick up something, even a piece of paper off the floor, and I got stuck and I couldn't and my back was in spasm. Okay? Then you went and you laid down on the couch for a day, for two days, for a week. It's amazing how much time I've heard people are able to lay on the couch and try and get rid of this. It is the worst thing you can do. When your back goes into a spasm, so let's say it's, you know, you're bending down to spit out the water after you brush your teeth and you can't physically get up and you just go into this intense spasm. That's muscle. It's not nerve. It's not anything else. That's just muscle. So what's happening is that muscle is, it's seizing up on you. What's the worst thing you can do for a muscle that's seizing up on you? Deprive it of fresh, healthy blood going to it. Do you know how you deprive a muscle of fresh, healthy blood? Don't use it. So now you've got a muscle that is in spasm. You've got it to calm down enough. You can make it to the couch. And all you do is stop using the muscles that are starving for fresh blood. They're starving for things to flush through. Now, you don't go put on your running shoes and run a marathon either. You go and you take a nice walk. If you have access to a pool, get in a pool, all right? You move. You don't bend, you don't twist, you don't start lifting, okay? But you go for a walk. You put your sneakers on, and you keep your sneakers on all day. You get out of your flip-flops, you get out of your heels, you get out of whatever it is you're in, your bare feet, and you walk gently. And even an exaggerated arm swing, nice and loose, to get that healthy blood flowing to the muscle. Do not... Lay down on the couch. It will begin to compound the already big problem you have going on in your back. Why? You're going to start to lose strength. So the more you sit on the couch, the more weak your muscles become, the bigger problem your back is going to be to fix. Okay? Now, many of the stories go, I did this. It only happened once a year, twice a year. That's going to happen two, three, four, seven times in a year and it's gonna snowball, okay? So the thing that you do not do when your back goes into spasm and you're stuck in a position, once you get up, you don't go lay down and rest. You just walk, you walk. You wanna put heat on it, go ahead. You wanna put ice on it, go ahead. But after you walk, nice and easy, or you get in the pool and you walk, whatever you have available, start moving. Don't stop. Second thing you never do when your back hurts, is bend from the waist. This gets people into a lot of trouble. You ever wanna see how to actually lift something? Throw a ball, a medicine ball, into the middle of a daycare center of two-year-olds. Watch them walk over, squat all the way to the ground, pull the ball to their chest and lift up. We were born with inherent properties to lift correctly. We get lazy as we get older and we lose all of that. I bet you right now, many of you could not do 30 squats with your butt going to the ground, your heels staying on the floor in a row without getting winded or sore the next day. So every time you go to bend down, you need to squat down. This motion, whether it's bending down to pick up a 10 gallon drum of liquid, your kid, a piece of paper, a pencil, I don't care what it is. Every time you do this, 
you put some of the highest amount of pressure you can on your discs. Just this little motion that I'm doing right now, I'm herniating all my discs. Now you're gonna be able to do this a thousand times in your lifetime and never feel a thing. But you don't know and I don't know when that one time is that you're gonna do this and it's gonna go. You have no idea, okay? So why risk it? I mean, that is like gambling every day of your life. You wanna pick something up, you do the golfer's lift where your back stays level, your leg stays in line and you bend down and pick it up. You don't wanna do that? You do a squat and you pick it up. This bending motion, every time you do it, you run the risk of a disc herniation. You run the risk of a back spasm. Every time, I don't care who you are, all right? You are no physiologically different in terms of the amount of pressure that is putting on than the next person, okay? So I know we've heard this a thousand times. We've all chosen to ignore it a thousand times. If I could line everybody up that I've treated throughout the years and said, man, I wish I would have listened. This costs hundreds of thousands of dollars and time off of work. People have lost jobs over this because you can't be out of your job for 12 weeks, a lot of us, 16 weeks, while you recover from a massive surgery. So don't bend from the waist, all right? Don't bend over, all right? You wanna hinge from the hips. Your back should stay straight anytime you go to lift something. And the final thing you should never do is you never, ever want to sit for a long period of time. Which is more than 30 minutes. I know, but Heather, but Heather, I get it all the time, but Heather, I know, I know, we all have to sit for more than 30 minutes at some point in our lives. I get it, you're driving down, you're not gonna stop every time. Okay, great. Again, you can sit for longer periods of time. Your body was designed to allow you to do that occasionally, but it was not designed to let it do it every single day. It was not made to do that. And yet this is what we do, most of us, for a living is we sit for a long period of time. You should sit for no more than 30 minutes. I don't care who you are. You program your phone, you program your watch, whatever you have to stand up. This is a whole topic in and of itself. Even if your desk is perfectly ergonomically set up, you need to stand up every 30 minutes. You need to, if you have a sit to stand desk, get that desk up to standing. Get that desk down to sitting. You cannot sit for more than 30 minutes. It will begin to degrade your discs and your joints. When we talk discs and joints in the back, you just start adding up the dollar signs. And I don't think anybody out here, well maybe you do, I certainly don't, know that in six months or a year from now, I'm gonna have $50,000 more than I have right now. We'd like to think so, but I'm still gonna have my bills. This costs a lot of money and it takes people out of jobs. I'm not talking about getting up and walking down the hall and having a conversation. It's literally standing up at your desk and then sitting back down, allowing a rush of blood to go into the muscles, allowing yourself to reset your posture, all right? Allowing yourself to actually reset your brain, okay? 
The studies coming out right now that are showing the increased productivity, the increased learning ability in kids after activity is phenomenal. Same thing for adults, okay? You're gonna get a rush of brain activity. You're gonna get a rush when you stand up. Now, if you're able to go and walk down the hall, then do it, okay? But I know that's the biggest objection I got is I get sucked in. So set an alarm. You are only making things worse. This is the one that I hear all the time is the precipitator to back pain, even though nobody realizes it. I used to sit on my desk and I used to get sore. I don't think that really has anything to do with my back pain. Oh, yes, it does. It has everything to do with your back pain. So if you are that person and you are sitting at your desk and you are sore, one, you are sitting way too long. Two, you are on a dangerous path. I promise you, you're not coming back from this unless you change something. So that is our three ways, three things you should never do. Now, if you want to, we host uh, free back pain and sciatica workshops where we can go way more into depth and we can talk about your specific problems. I'm gonna post a link in the comments below so you can check it out, see when our next date is and get yourself signed up so you can come in and we can help you out.